Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to episode six of the TJ Mesitas Show. I am of course your host, TJ Mesitas, excited to be here, pumped up about life. And today I'm gonna to talk to you about photography, uh, especially to young photographers who have just started about, out their business. A uh, little background about me. Uh, Brooke and I were professional wedding photographers for seven years. Uh, we made six figures a year doing it. Uh, we were very successful, so I say that not to brag, although it sounds like I'm bragging. Uh, I say that to you so that you actually listen to what I'm gonna say uh, because we were very successful at it. We did it for a lot of years consecutively. Um, and so I feel like I have all this knowledge and now that we've moved out of the photography industry into just doing walk and love full time, I have nothing to do with this knowledge. So why not share it? So this specific, I, I plan to actually have more episodes on photography. I actually plan to bring Brooke into one uh, so she can talk about some of the aspects from her because she kind of handed the actual photo aspects of things and the creative side of things where I handled more of the business backend uh, vision type of things. So we're gonna have a few episodes about photography mixed in throughout the year uh, to help share our knowledge because we've got it and we might as well share it. Um, so this one, this episode specifically is 10 tips for photographers starting out, young photographers. I think some, some old time photographers could get some tips from this, uh, but it's mostly geared to those, to those young bucks who are just starting out and kind of have a million ideas but aren't totally sure what to do with them or where to go with them. Uh, I hope that this helps get you focused. Um, and, and, and really, I'm talking to the serious people. I'm not talking to the people who are like, oh, I have a Facebook page, I'm a photographer. Mm. Like that, I'm not even, I'm not even bothering with you people. I'm talking to the people who really have a vision for it, who want to do it, and who are excited about it and passionate about it. Uh, don't just do it to kill time. You know, if it's a hobby, great, but I'm really talking to people who want to make their hobby into a business that makes them a lot of money. So these are 10 tips that I want to start out for you young photographers out there, you new photographers, people who are trying to get started. And the number one tip, which I will say a hundred times, is shoot. If you want to be a photographer, you better grab your camera or your iPhone or whatever you have and get out there and shoot. Ask all your friends if you can shoot them. Uh, take photos, take photos, take photos, take photos. Uh, one of my favorite quotes about photography are your, is, my first 10,000 images are my worst. I don't know who said it, but it's a great quote because it shows that the craft of photography takes time, it takes energy, it takes shooting. Shoot, 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 shoot. That is my first tip. Don't stop shooting. Which leads me to my second tip, which is shoot more. It's so important that I literally made it two of the tips. It's on the board. Tip one, tip two, shoot more. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Get out there and shoot as much as you possibly can because that is the only way that you're gonna get better is by shooting. So get out there and do it. I can't say it enough. I'll say it throughout this whole video. So listen to it because it's super important. Uh, one, of the th one of the reasons Brooke and I were able to grow such a successful business is Brooke never stopped shooting when we first got started. And even you know as we went on, she was just always shooting, always finding these cool light places. And, and just like she, she, just, she just lived and breathed it. And, and that's why we became uh, you know, we, we were published photographers. We shot weddings in Jamaica and Mexico and St. Lucia. Like we traveled all over the place, uh, shot a lot of really pretty weddings, super high-end stuff, high-end weddings. It was very fun. And we did it for a lot of years, but that, that started because Brooke had a passion for the craft and she shot and shot and shot her brains out. So that's what you should be doing too. So that is the first and second tip is get out there and shoot as much as you can all the time. Uh, the third tip uh, is you have unlimited resources at your disposal through the internet. Uh, you can watch videos on everything about photography. 
And so you should be, um, especially editing videos. I see so many young photographers who can take great images that are totally ruined by the way that they edit them. Um, so listen to people out there who are editing, you know, watch a video. If you don't like the style that they're editing in, don't pay attention to that video. Find someone who you like the style of, who makes videos and watch them, study them, copy them at first, but then add your own twist and your own, your own voice to it. But, but uh, good editing will help you be a better photographer. Bad editing can ruin your great photos. I've seen it time and time again. So watch videos on editing, become a good editor. It's so important. I've seen some photographers in the past couple years who went from good or okay to great, not because they were shooting any differently, but because their editing got more refined and more improved. Uh, Brooke and I, you know, when we would edit weddings, we wanted to make it seem like we weren't editing photos. Uh, we wanted to kind of their natural look but like you know with a little bit more vibrant colors a little bit more pop in them so that's the way we edited uh, some people are more like the gloomy uh darker type of editing and, and whatever your style is you find someone that does it and, and and learn what they do and then add your own elements to it uh, but good editing will go a long way in your career as a photographer that is number three um, number four, uh, and this is something I see photographers, young, especially young, young guys mostly, but girls can do it too. Uh, they get so caught up on what gear they have. Um, so number four is to not focus on the gear that you have, but focused on the craft, which kind of goes back into the top three. So if all you have is an iPhone, shoot with your iPhone, edit with your iPhone, become the best photographer you can with this. Don't don't uh, write yourself off. Don't say, well, I can't go take photos because I don't have a nice camera. Uh, there will always be a nicer camera. There will always be nicer gear. Um, and if you use that excuse, you'll never take your first photo. So, you know, use your iPhone, use your, you know, point and shoot, whatever you have, use it and get out there and, and focus on the craft, not on the gear that you have. Uh, that is number four. <clears throat> number five is uh, set yourself up on all avenues. So, you know, I see a lot of people who want to be a photographer. I get invited to like their Facebook page. I go to their Facebook page. They don't have a website. They don't have an Instagram. They don't have Snapchat. They don't have all these other elements of where your clients and potential clients are going to find you. And so they're kind of selling themselves shorts right from the, from the starting line. It's like running a sprint with only one shoe on. Um, you want to set yourself up for the best success that you can. So you should have, a, I think the basic ones are you should have a website and it should be mobile friendly. Uh, people aren't looking at the internet on desktop computers anymore. Uh, some are, but most are looking on their phones. So if you want people to find you today, you should have a mobile friendly website, regardless of your industry, but especially in photography. So you should have a website, you should have a Facebook page. I know uh, some young photographers in high school and college will be like, oh, Facebook's for moms. But moms hire people to shoot their kids. So you should have a Facebook page. You should definitely have an Instagram. Instagram is like the photography community. Uh, get on there, start meeting people. Don't spam them, uh, but you know, interact with people. You know, follow great photographers so you can see how they're doing it. You can learn, you can, you can you know, get new ideas. Uh, so website, Facebook, Instagram. And then a big one that I think all young photographers should have now is Snapchat. Most young people have Snapchat. But this is how I think photographers should be using Snapchat. If I shot a wedding from start to finish, I should go later after I'm done editing and finished all the photos, I should tell that wedding story in Snapchat form. There's a lot of apps out there that let you upload photos, real photos to Snapchat. And I would Snapchat those in a row from the bride getting ready to the details, to the first look, to the ceremony, to the bridal party photos, to the reception, and, and basically blog 
uh, a wedding, but on Snapchat. I think people would be so into that. They'd click through the story. They'd feel like they were part of the day. Uh, don't go crazy and post like 900 photos, but you know, maybe 15, maybe 20 to tell the full story. Uh, I think Snapchat's blowing up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really into Snapchat lately, and I think it is a great tool for photographers. If Brooke and I ha were still shooting this summer, we would be using Snapchat like that. So that's what I recommend for you young guys. Even if you're doing like a senior photo shoot, tell the story of the senior photo shoots. You know, show a few from the beginning and the middle and the end. Um, so people can click through it. It's kind of like a slideshow. It's really cool. I use an app called Snap Upload to upload professional photos or real photos to Snapchat. There's tons of them out there. Um, but definitely use Snapchat. So that's, what, that's number five. Set yourself up for success on all avenues. Website, mobile website, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, for a website, we use Squarespace. Uh, that's what I like. Uh, I, I think there's, there's a lot of great options out there, but I personally use Squarespace. <clears throat> Number six, and this is a big one that I think a lot of young bucks get caught up on, and I've titled it, Don't Play the Game. And so what I mean by that is so many young photographers get stuck in this comparison game, get stuck in this amount of likes and followers and et cetera type of game. It's a lot of mixed in friend and jealousy things that people will label community over competition, but really they're just jealous about each other and they're trying to fight for the same clients. Whatever it is, don't get involved with it. Don't don't go, you know, don't just don't get involved with that game. Don't get involved with that comparison game. Focus on your craft. Focus on what you are doing because comparing yourself to another photographer won't lead to more clients. Comparing yourself to another amount of followers that someone has won't lead to more clients. What will lead to more clients is perfecting your craft, becoming the best photographer you can be, and giving the people out there who are looking no choice but to hire you because your skill shows and speaks volume. You could have one follower and if you're an amazing photographer, people will hire you because people hire craft, they hire depth, they, they don't hire flash and, and, and shallowness. So work on your craft, don't play the game, um, you know, don't just don't get involved with the like, nah, comparison game. Just don't do it. Avoid it from the beginning. Brooke and I avoided it from the beginning. Uh, and we never looked back and we, we, we had a lot of successful years. Don't play the game. That is number six. Number seven, and this is an important one. This is one that will bite you in the butt as your business grows if you don't start it now. And that is have a workflow. Even if you only have one person emailing you a month, have a workflow. What happens when that email comes in or that Facebook message or that text or that Instagram message, however people are contacting you, how do you respond? What do you respond with? What does that say? When do you follow up? When do you follow up again? Uh, when do you mark the lead as dead or, or, or something? When do you, how do you schedule? Do you have a scheduling client? Do you use Google Calendar? Do you use some sort of software out there? There's tons of scheduling and shooting software, et cetera. Um, what do you do? What's the first part of that process? At the beginning, it'll be super simple because it'll be friends and they'll be like, hey, do you want to shoot photos? Can I shoot photos of you on Thursday? And they'll be like, sure, okay, meet here. Yeah, the process will be simple, but start the process because the process is easy to start at one client. It's hard to start when you have 30 or 40 or 50 clients. So start it now. And then, so there's that process on how it books, how it's scheduled, etc. There's the process on what you do once you take the photos, when are they loaded? When are they edited? What, how are they renamed? Where are they uploaded? How are they delivered to customers, etc. So get that workflow from start to finish when you have lit, when you have few clients so that when you have a lot of clients, you are cranking things out. The last year that we shot weddings was last year and Brooke and I uh, 
you know, by the end of our careers, we were getting, we were getting full edited weddings to people within a week, two weeks. That was our turnaround time because we had such a good process from start to finish. And you know what's really impressive to clients? When you can get the work back to them as soon as possible. That will speak volumes. People will tell their friends about that. If someone can have their wedding photos before they're back from their honeymoon, man, you're going to have a lifelong advocate for your business. So, so have that process to set yourself up for maximum success. So that is number seven. Number eight, it's kind of like number one and two, shoot. But number eight is a little bit different. Shoot for free. Uh, shoot your friends, shoot your family, shoot your buddy's Christmas cards, shoot your pets, shoot free weddings, shoot free whatever. Just shoot, 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 and do it for free at the beginning. My guess is that you're in college or you're at high school when you're starting your photo business and you don't have a lot of bills to pay, you don't have a lot of overhead, so you've got nothing to lose, so shoot for free because if you can build up a client base of people who are posting Instagrams and Snapchats and Facebook photos uh, that you took for free, that is just going to lead to more business. Shoot for free all the time when you're starting out. And even after you've been established for a while, Brooke and I shot a free wedding last year at our last year of shooting weddings. Um, I think it just helps you understand what you're doing. There's just something about giving something for free that is so rewarding to you, but it also just like, I think it allows you to just like stay focused. Um, and, and it builds these loyal, loyal clients that will, will recommend you over and over and over again because you've blessed their lives and you've helped them out by shooting whatever it is for free. Uh, shoot, shoot, shoot for free. It, it will go a long way. We can still, we can remember weddings that we shot for free that were referred paid weddings that referred another paid wedding that referred another paid wedding. And, you know, we ended up booking six weddings from this one we shot for free. Totally worth it. So number eight, shoot for free. Number nine, and this is a tough one because I am someone who can struggle with my pride, but number nine is stay humble and stay hungry. Uh, I know that as a young photographer, the second you get your first wedding or your first check for 500 bucks or whatever the big number is for you, that it it can go straight to your head and you can think, I've made it, I've arrived, I've uh, established myself as the best photographer in my area. Now the money truck will back up to me and I will just be walking around with two giant bags with money signs on on them. That will not happen um, because one client does not make or break your whole career. Uh, One client does not set you up for success forever and ever. Uh, So you need to stay humble, you need to stay hungry, and you need to stay active on pursuing the craft of being a great photographer. Because if you start to get in your head and you think you've made it, like so many young photographers do, your business is already starting to die. Focus, focus, focus on the craft. Know that you're never the best. And that will lead you to being one of the best. Stay humble, stay hungry, and keep going to perfect that craft. That is number nine. If you only hear one, hear that one. Stay hungry. Uh, You know, even now, as as we've even when we established our business and we were successful summer in, you know, year in, year out shooting all these weddings, we still stayed focused and we still stayed hungry and we still refined things and looked at things and looked at areas that we could improve and change them and tried to get better. And, and even now with, with Walk in Love, we still do the same thing, constantly laser focused on getting better because if not, we're basically going out of business. That's how I look at it. And I think that's how you should look at it too. And number 10, uh, this is one that might come as a shock to you if you're just starting out and you're like, you're giving me 10, you're giving me nine ideas. And then this one, it kind of seems like it's out of left field. But number 10 is have goals. Um, And not just have goals, but have an idea of what you're going to do with your photography career. 
Are you planning to shoot weddings for 45 years? My guess is that probably won't happen. Uh, when's the last time you saw like a 70 year old wedding photographer or even a 50 year old wedding photographer? It does not happen very often. Um, you know, Brooke and I, we shot weddings for seven years and we always kind of had this idea that there'd be a time where we weren't shooting them anymore so we could focus on the business that we love, which was walk and love. And so have an idea of what that looks like. You know, I know there's a lot of late, you know, women photographer, do you plan to have kids? How will that work in terms of your schedule of shooting weddings in the summer, et cetera? Like have an idea of all of that stuff because it will come up. You know, we plan June kind of around wedding season, uh, as silly as that sounds, but we knew that we needed, we had a window to make our major chunk of money through the year and we couldn't afford to not make that money because we needed to pay for our house and stuff. So, um, so have a plan, have a long-term goals, kind of know the end game, you know, especially if you're a wedding photographer, it's real tricky because some people are booking weddings like two years in advance. So like, are you going to want to do this in two years? That's the question you should be asking yourself. Are you going to want to do it in five years? Like how long are you going to go until you take a break or, or is, is, are you doing senior portraits to get to weddings, to get to commercial work? Like, what are those transitions gonna look like to you and how are you gonna monetize each of them? Uh, so that's number 10, it's kind of a convoluted, complicated idea, but it's something to be thinking about even at the early stages because I'm so thankful that Brooke and I were thinking about it so that when it came to the end of our career, we had kind of an exit plan and we knew how we were gonna get out of this, you know, two years in advance wedding thing to be able to focus on our other business. So that's, those are my 10 tips for young photographers. I plan to have many more episodes on photography. I feel like we, Brooke and I, have a lot of knowledge to share on this subject because we did it for a lot of years. I'm gonna go through those super, super quick so you can kind of recap them. Uh, so these are 10 tips for young photographers or photography businesses that are one to five years old or you, know, you can get some of this if you've been shooting for 10 years, I think. Uh, number one, shoot more. Never stop shooting. That is number one and number two. Number three, use the plethora of knowledge out there on the internet, editing, how to edit, how to shoot differently, all those things. There's so many free videos and, and tutorials and websites and all that stuff. Go use it, teach yourself. Uh, you could end up getting a college, you know, you could end up paying 30 grand to get a college degree or you could just use the internet and learn how to be a great photographer as well. So use that knowledge. Uh, number four, focus on the craft, not on the gear. So if all you have is an iPhone, use that to become a great photographer because what you learn here about composition and, and framing, et cetera, will transfer to the better gear when you can afford it down the road. Focus on your craft, not on your gear. Number five, set yourself up for success on all avenues. Website that is mobile friendly, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Use Snapchat in a really cool blogging type of way with those Snap Upload apps. Number six, don't play the comparison game. Get out of your... Get, get out of the idea of comparing yourself to other photographers. Focus on the craft. Get better at what you do. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Number seven, have some sort of workflow from start to finish, how the process starts, how it ends. It'll be easy when it's one client. It'll get far more difficult when you have 30 clients. So if you start having a workflow now, it'll just translate as you grow and grow your business. Number eight is shoot for free. Shoot your friends, shoot your family, shoot your Christmas card, shoot as much for free as you can because that will have rippling effects on your business as you start to charge. But I would shoot for free as long as you can and as much as you can uh, because I think it will just elongate the amount of you, you can charge and the amount of people that are coming to actually hire you. Um, number nine, stay humble and stay hungry. That is so important for any young entrepreneur, any old entrepreneur, because once you think you've arrived, once you think you're the best, 
I think you're already going out of business. And number 10, have goals, uh, have shooting goals, have wedding goals, have shoot goals, et cetera. Have, have goals, but also understand where you're headed. Are you shooting families right now? so you can get into the wedding business, so you can get into the commercial business? Do you eventually wanna shoot album covers? Do you eventually wanna shoot celebrities? What is the long-term goal, and how are you gonna navigate, how are you gonna to navigate to get there? Uh, that's important to have. If you only wanna shoot till you have kids, then how are you gonna exit the photography world, and what are you gonna do next? So that's number 10, have goals, understand that it's a complicated process, especially when you're shooting weddings because they book so far in advance. So know when you want to get out and notice that there aren't any 60-year-old wedding photographers out there. It is definitely a young man's game. So that's it. I hope these 10 tips are super helpful for you. I plan to make more videos on photography and running a photography business. If you have any questions about that, I'd love to see them in the comments below. Uh, I'd also really appreciate it if you could click like, share, etc. This is episode six of the TJ Masitas Show. I am, of course, your host, TJ Masitas, T-J-M-O-U-S-E-T-I-S. You can find me on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, as well as tjmacitas.com. Thank you so much for watching. Have an awesome day. And always remember to live with passion and end with Jesus.